Hello and welcome to Almost 30 Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show, the first of Feb. The first of Feb. Jan's done Feb. In, a, in a hot sec. <laughs> yes, Jan's, Jan's done. Jan was the slow start. I had slow. a very slow start to the year. Which was so nice. So nice. I literally, I think, that's, I've never experienced that before. Yeah. I don't think I ever let myself experience it. That's true. I was like shotgun. But also I was thinking about it, It's like I was being so disrespectful to myself in December that I was like, I need something. <laughs> you know, I just be like eating and drinking and doing whatever the hell I was doing that I was like, I need this. Totally. <laughs> like something needs to change. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like too, it was like, yeah, there was so much going on. And then holiday plans were all like kind of got switched and moved, you know what I mean? Like yes. moved and affected. And it was just kind of like, what's happened? It just felt a little chaotic towards the yes. end. It always does though. That's the whole vibe, you know, mm-hmm. where everyone's like, December's crazy. End of year, we're trying to wrap everything up. And then January's crazy. We're trying to kick everything off. We're trying to hit our goals. It's like, whoa, when does anyone relax? Because- if we're not relaxing around the holidays with our families or whoever you're with, chosen yeah. family, family, whatever, partner, like what are we actually relaxing? And I just haven't been motivated, to be honest. I was thinking too, though, you know, because I was, I had a moment of inspiration. I was like, oh, I'm going to write down all my goals for the year. And like, it's like with what we do, and this is probably true for other people as well, but I wrote down everything I want to do in the year. And then I'm like, okay, now I just execute this. I know. Like it's it's way less exciting. Like I was just like, this is not exciting to me to be like, okay, here's everything I want to get done. And it's written on a piece of paper and all I have to do is execute. I'm like, where's the like magic? Like where's the fun? Where's the things that surprise you? And where's the creative alternatives for things I want to create or things I want to do? And how am I leaving space for that? Because otherwise you're just looking at a fucking list and you're like, okay, this yeah. list is my life for this year. Yeah, I completely agree. It's like, where do you leave room for kind of that mystery to yes. to do its thing? And yeah, I've been thinking a lot about how there are things that we're all doing that are a part of the process of accomplishing the thing, but maybe we don't give it enough credit. So it's like going to therapy, you know, is ultimately helping you to achieve the six figs. doesn't have figs on it. It's not goals. <laughs> but I don't know if we give those things enough credit because I spend, I noticed myself kind of having that self-talk of like, oh, you didn't sit down to write today or you didn't sit down to play a little music today. But what I did do that day was like immerse myself in this book I can't put down that has been like inspiring things. And, you know, so it's those other things that, I think we can just give ourselves a little bit more credit for doing. It might be a a really nourishing conversation with a friend or a mentor or something like that that can be moving the needle. Because like the baseline changes, you know? So it's like at one point in time in your life, you're like, I want to meditate once a week. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I want to meditate three days. I want to meditate five. I want to meditate every day. I want to work out one day. I want to, you know, you kind of, and then you get to the point where you're normal baseline is doing one self-care thing every day, doing a few self-care things every day, you know, talking to yourself kindly. So it's like, how can you recognize those shifts along the way? And like, yeah, it's, it's just interesting. I just didn't, I don't, I don't, 
I liked last year. I didn't really have goals. I kind of have, I kind of had goals. It was funny because I was like saying that I didn't fully have goals, but I subconsciously did. So it's Mm. almost like I was thinking that I didn't. But when, as an example, with how much money I made, I'm like, oh, this number felt good for me because I even realized I subconsciously had a goal of how much I wanted to make. So I was like, oh, wow. I thought I wasn't making goals, but I actually was subconsciously making goals very loosely, just kind of like, oh, this would be what I'd want. It's how do you have the intention and the creating inspired action on what you want to do, but also allow for play and joy and things to come up? Because I'm like, again, I want things to happen to me that I would never see for myself, that I could Mm -hmm. never have the vision for. Because there's something about it when I have the vision for things, it becomes way less interesting where you're Mm. like, you know, because I'm I'm working in the construct of what can be done where I'm like, I want to write a book on this. I want to create a course on this. I want to say this, you know, and it's like, okay, that feels like it's been done. It feels like the excitement comes out of it when it's being, you know, channeled that way or whatever. Yeah. And I think, you know, your way of kind of like playfully feeling into, huh, it would be dope if I made this much money this year. Like that feeling, it's like more of that where then it's almost allowing yourself to have experiences that make you feel that abundance or, you know, like, you know, treating yourself to a whole spa day that, you know, I feel like that's cliche, but it's true. It's like really indulging in certain things. And that's like kind of being in the energy of one, having the money to do so, or, you know, just kind of being more at that like up leveling of, of taking care of yourself. And so, yeah, I feel like instead of being like, okay, this is the number and then focusing on, oh shit, I like, am Mm -hmm. I going to make it by the end of the year? It's just kind of this this like nebulous feeling of like, yeah, that would be dope. Like my mm-hmm. life won't end if I don't have it. But like, this is definitely a vision that I have for myself and so much so that I know that I can achieve it. And so let me allow like what I know to be working for me to work yes. for me. Yes. Yeah. Of course, in miracles vibes, it's like, you know, I expect miracles. I love that mm-hmm. part. So I, I expect miracles. You do not ask too much of the world, but too little. And it's thinking about that in the context of the goals that I want and the things that I want. It's like, how can it be bigger? And not yeah. bigger in the way of like, I want to start Tesla, new Tesla, you know, or, or space. <laughs> it's like, not like I want to go to space or anything like that, but it's like, how can it be bigger in the way that it's just more fulfilling or mm-hmm. more aligned or more unique? You know, what what about it is is that. And then also too, I think our goals shift to like more feeling based where it's like, I want to feel like deep intimacy. I want to mm-hmm. feel peace, you know, whatever. I want to feel these feelings. And it's more about like those things that are less tangible rather than like the tangible. I was thinking about um, what you said before about the new baseline. And I feel like this break in particular, like over the holidays, being off IG for a little bit, it was the first time I've in a long time that I felt my baseline shift, you know, where it's like habits changed, my capacity for rest and just being completely changed. I felt like my nervous system was a bit recalibrated. And I do think it takes space and time. You know, we we expect things to kind of like, okay, mindset, like new baseline. This is what we're doing every day. It's like, no, actually it takes 
think it takes like a long time because how how long were you kind of building up to the baseline you are now? And so you kind of have to give yourself a little bit bit of time to practice and feel a little bit uncomfortable with like laying on the couch, watching some TV yes. and feeling like you should be doing more. But I do think it 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 shifts and that I don't know what the science is, but 30 days felt like, ah, okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. 100%. I believe. Yeah. 30 days is is such a good one. And I hate to be even online around the holidays. I mm-hmm. I was off for probably a week maybe. And then the other days just kind of would kind of do something and leave if I had to. But it's like, there's something about holidays and New Year content that I'm just like, ugh. Like it just, it feels so same. It feels so predictable. And there's something about it too that feels a little icky because mm-hmm. everyone's home and they and they are in a space where they can rest and where they're maybe with family or maybe with chosen family or whoever they choose to spend special times with. And it's like, there's something about it that feels off for me to be like sharing things where I want people to engage with me when I actually think they should be engaging with who they're with. Exactly. You yeah. know, and it's like, hey, everyone, we should all be choosing to give ourselves rest and give ourselves this break. And I don't want to be participating in the distraction that mm-hmm. could be having when you're actually should be spending time with people. It feels like you're taking advantage of people mm-hmm. for some reason where you know they're on their couch and it's New Year's or it's Christmas Eve and they're chilling with their family. You know, I don't know. There's something really weird about it. No judgment for people that are on, but I, I, can, I don't like to be on at all during that time. Yeah, totally. What I noticed was like, and I think we've talked about this before and I feel like you're similar in that, you know, part of our quote job is to be, you know, online on yeah. Instagram and and we have a platform. And I find that when I'm in social situations, like I'm the worst. Like I am I'm not, I don't want to be on Dude, there. And that's 100%. not to like tap myself on the back, but it's like I have this, I have this. Uh, story that everyone thinks I'm going to always be on Instagram, like if I'm around them. And then when I'm not, and I see all of them more on their phones than I am, I have just like kind of this little (laughs) part of me that's like, see? Yes. (laughs) Y'all have the problem. (laughs) Y'all have the problem. And I'm always like, (laughs) like it'll be with Justin. And I'm like, I'm making money right now. I'm making money on my phone. I'm, I'm, I have to do this because I'm making money. I'll be looking to my sister. I'm like, uh, you're literally on your phone all day. And she's like playing word with words with friends. Yes. I'm like, everyone stopped playing that in 2004. No one's playing words with friends. And she's like literally with her glasses on in her bed, like playing words with friends. She's like, I'm waking my brain up. I'm like, this is not it. <laughs> Sean just found out that when things come to the house, like are delivered, that like that is a part of kind of how we get to know brands. And like, it's all a part of that process. He thought I was like ordering a lot of things. I was like, my dear, this is a part of of the process, yes. you know, as we get to know brands. And I was like, uh-huh. oh, speaking of that, I had our old neighbors at my old, like, or somebody at, at my old apartment complex texted me and they said, hey, you've had a package out front for weeks. And I we moved out six months ago. And I was like, okay, I'm sure I've had a lot there. <laughs> I'm sure I've had a lot. So I'm like, this is interesting that they're now choosing to message me. So I go to the place. I'd kept a key to the building because I was like, I need it just in case. So Mm -hmm. I let myself in. I grabbed the package and then I saw two other packages that were opened in the corner and like kind of were disheveled and all these things. So I grabbed the one package that is for sure for me. And I look at these other packages that are disheveled and opened. 
both for me. The people in the building have been just like kind of opening my packages and just taking what they want. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> it was one from one of our friends. Literally one of our friends has like a, has like a fucking some type of line. Uh-huh. They launched a line and I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. And then there was like another one that completely opened. They had taken what they wanted. Wow. Savages. Damn. Like, I, but I was so confused. I'm like, why did you text me? I was like, what? Why are you? Totally. She's like, you know, th- she like texted the group thread of the, all the neighbors. She's like, we got to tell Krista. Just yeah, literally. Just get her stuff. Because yeah. we've, we've gotten all that we can get. I am sure there are hundreds. <laughs> but I used to honestly take stuff I got sent. And I used to leave it down there for people. And I'd be like, take this, take it. Totally. And it would be gone in 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Like they like <laughs> loved it. It was like amazing. <laughs> Who was your but neighbor? One- oh, fucking Eric. Dude. <laughs> I had this neighbor. He's like, hey. He would knock on our door. He's like, hey, did you know you threw out this fan? I'd be like, yeah, I meant to. And he's like, you could use this. And I'm like, Eric, you're a hoarder. You can't keep going through the trash and asking me if I want to throw it away. I want to throw it away. That's why I wrote it, threw it out, Eric. He was like, and I had a psychic. That's that was his like, line. You have a neighbor that's energetically pulling on you. And he would just fucking corner me and talk to me for hours. Like, hey. <laughs> What are you guys doing? They're like, what? Dude, I was like, Eric, you gotta go, man. I'd be literally, I'd be literally halfway in my apartment. He'd still be talking to me. He'd be like, yeah. (laughs) They aren't letting us redo the the front gates, blah, blah, blah. Like, all right, dude, whatever. But it sucked because the place looked like shit when I lived there. They were like redoing a bunch of stuff. And when I went back, they had it all done. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah, it looked great. I was like, oh, this looks great. And I'm gone. Wow. I mean, I'll never forgive them for not, for taking down those trees. Can't. I think about that once a month. So we had really beautiful trees in front of this apartment that I lived in. And that was one of the reasons why I lived there because there was, that's my goal. My next place, trees shall be in my sight at every window. And so I had these beautiful trees. And one day I came home and they were sawing the trees down. And I, I, my body, I'm feeling my body go into rage. I was rageful. I think I like made them stop. We, me and my other neighbor were like going to chain us. It was crazy. I was, it was so wrong. So it was wrong. so wrong. Those trees were amazing too. And also I'm like, you guys are stupid. Like trees, these are worth like reason why people stay here. Exactly. Like, no, we gotta, we gotta paint this place cobalt blue. We need us. We need three succulents in its place. I'm like, <laughs> okay, you idiots. But that place was like, had, bad energy in it when I moved there and had to do that um, whole fucking ritual and shit. And dude, that was weird. (laughs) I remember we moved in. I was like, Justin, I remember there's bad energy here. And he's like, oh my God. He's like, now you're telling me there's bad energy in our apartment and we have to get it cleared. He was like, you're just, it was like, we were fighting about something. I added that on. He's like, and you're going to tell me that we have dark energy in our apartment. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but he like, it's funny because he believes it. And so he's like, what are we going to do? Of course. He's like scared. You know, he's like, he's like pissed that I'm saying, but he's also scared. And he's like, and now you're, uh. and I'm like, dude, I know. You want to know more? As we have to do a little ceremony, buddy. Oh God. I'm like, I need to be alone while I put a ring of salt. I know. Around our do the garlic in the corners. Kiki our healers. Kiki our healer. She's like true witch. She's like, so what you need to do is actually pee in a cup. 
and and you need to pour it all over, or you could pee outside your apartment to mark your territory, kind of like a cat. <laughs> like, all right. So me and Justin both peed in cups. We're like throwing the piss all around the outside of our apartment. I was like, yo, this is this is my life now. Jake, you have to mark your territory. I'm like, shit, that's cool. She does a ritual every month where she takes her blood from her cycle, puts it in a jar and puts it on an altar and then buries it. Yeah. And I was like, if I I've heard of- did that here in Brooklyn, <laughs> she lives in, in the, like yes. in the middle of almost nowhere, you know, yes. it's beautiful in the middle of nature. And I'm like, that's pretty powerful. That's powerful. Does she leave it in the glass? Like she leaves it in the glass on the altar. And then at the end of the cycle, she buries it. it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she's like, I can, she's, she's like, I can see in the blood kind of where I'm at. If I'm stressed, if I'm like eating enough of this, eating enough of that. I'm like, Elisa Vitti does that. I think Elisa Vitti, low living, 20% off code, almost 30. But on their (laughs) website, they have a blood quiz where you can like see the texture and color of your blood and what that says about your health. Because there are, that should be our next quiz. Honestly, yeah, it should be. <laughs> Just take a left turn and talk about blood. Yeah. Yeah. The, what was the, in Women Who Run With Wolves, one of my favorite parts ever was when she was talking about how it was previously thought that women, when they were on their cycle, they were cast out from culture and society. And that, you know, when they left the tribe or the group, they would walk down with their head down. You know, they'd leave during their cycle and walk out with their head down in shame. And she's like, and as soon as everyone, they got out of their eyesight, they would just start dancing and hooting and hollering. And the women were actually really excited to be like away Mm -hmm. from culture and society in the tribe during their period time. And I always love that thought of like, you know, the women just being like, Mm woohoo. Like now we have free time in nature where we can like just bleed and chill. Totally. Do our thing. I think it's called free <laughs> free bleeding. Or there is something where you bleed and you give it back to the earth. Yeah, man. That's our next thing. This is us, yeah, 2022. I'm, honestly, <laughs> I'm open to anything. If you want to do that, that's, Same. that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Before we get into today's episode, just wanted to remind you, coming up on Sunday, February 13th at 4 p.m. PST, I am hosting um, the Sacredness Circle. So... Last year, um, I held this circle kind of as the opening for enrollment to the Sacredness of Being Single program. And it was just so, so powerful. A few hundred of you were there. And if you are in the season of being single, um, and honestly, I, I know there were people there that were in a relationship that felt like they had, you know, really lost themselves and just kind of felt disconnected from who they really are, um, it was powerful. So I would love to have you. It's completely free. Um, we will be doing a guided visualization and uh, sound healing as well as a Q&A and um, just journaling, kind of some uncovering collectively and in small groups. So I'm excited. You can go to almost30.com to sign up now. And then if you're thinking about the program, if you've heard about it, uh, you might be on the wait list. More information about that is coming out. Um, But you can go to almost30.com slash sacredness of being single. And that's February 13th, right? Yeah. February 13th, 4 p.m. PST. That'll be nourishing and it's good for conversation. And it's just like the most beautiful type of 
intentional women's circle, you know, where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, we're on the same page of wanting to love ourselves, prioritize ourselves and get right within before we go look outside. I was just kind of laughing thinking of this sweet, sweet person who signed up last time. And then I think they signed up because they were like fighting with their partner. And it was like in spite of their partner. And then they're like, wait, just kidding. We're like back together. It was like only one little like kink that we had. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, this is it. I'm in like, we're good. And there was that one little person that was like so sweet. They're like, yeah, man. And like, da-da. and then it was like, I, we actually got back together. And it's like, well, that's not the point of this whole thing, but okay. <laughs> but it was like sweet. So I was like, oh, this person didn't like happen more, you know, like. Mm-hmm. No, I know. I'm like, yeah, just kidding. We had we had a bunch of people join the actual program who, yeah, were were kind of in a relationship and they yes. just felt and I'm you know I would assume they probably kept this maybe from their partner maybe not but um yeah just kind of coming back to themselves because I know I've been in many a relationship where I've completely lost myself and um, just my true north has you know been in every which way so yeah I welcome everyone, but specifically this was inspired by my seven years of being single and um, yeah, it was transformational. I had no choice. No choice, baby. If God God would have told me, I would have said, absolutely not. Honestly, (laughs) in seven years, I guess you kind of have to transform at some point. (laughs) He's like, one more year, you're going to, you're going to change anything. He's like, yeah, literally. You're like, I can't do this anymore. But sacredness is so rad. Branding's dope. Community is amazing. It's so good. So I'm really excited about that. So almost30.com slash sacredness to being single. You can also go to almost30 and it's going to be on one of the tabs at the top. Today's episode with Natalie Miles is going to be awesome. Lindsay and I were texting a few weeks ago about ways in which we wanted to start 2022 together. And that is episodes like we did with the Astro Twins where we're doing the astrology forecast. And then it is also episodes like what we're doing with Natalie Miles today, which Lindsay had a conversation with her a few weeks ago. So we're going to be tapping into the energy of 2022. And I think this is so powerful. I've seen her work and her words on this and it's it's really cool. So Natalie did a full 2022 energy forecast that's available on natalie-miles.com. She today is going into the high-level themes, which I thought were just super, super fascinating and just kind of like reminded me because I think sometimes we can go into the new year and there's like, there's headlines, but then there's also like mantras. There's all of these things happening where there's like conflicting messages and feelings. And what she highlighted just felt like an anchor. Um, So yeah, we talk about so much, all of those themes, including internal power. So, you know, if you can think back over the last two years, there have been so many opportunities to outsource our power because it's been scary at times. And so this year is really about uh, watching some things um, crumble, you know, and also at the same time, remembering our own personal power and intuition in all of that. Um, We also talk about how this year is just a really potent and just tapping into our creative being and how we're able to do that. Uh, She gives us a bunch of different practices that she's been doing. One of them is um, just really, really listening to that inner child and we hear it, but it's like, what is she really asking you to do? And for Natalie, for example, she started singing lessons. She has, you know, she's like, I don't want to 
be a singer, but she's like, I remember singing brought me. She also talks about how people plug into your energy and how we can protect ourselves. So she had an experience where someone was plugging into her energy. She didn't know why she was physically feeling the way she was, spiritually feeling the way she was. Um, So this was like a really good reminder for me that sometimes the way we're feeling, and I feel like you've had this experience recently too, where you're like, oh God, (laughs) what is this? What is this hook? Um, So that was really powerful. We talk about solitude, being quiet, that power of alone time, intimacy with self. Um, We talk about our obsession with being in process and how that is going to kind of break up a little bit. Because I think that, and this ties into her point about identity, where we're just so attached to, well, I'm doing, I'm in process, I'm doing the work, you know, I'm working towards this thing. And we can be so identified with that, that we don't allow ourselves to actually be that. So yeah, overall, really, really powerful. Lastly, we just talk about um, animals and her connection with animals and being in nature. Um, she recently got a dog and um, she's just, I think, being mostly on her own in nature has heightened this connection with the animal world and spirit world and how that is all very intensely connected. So, so it's a beautiful much. one. Y'all are going to love it. Excited. I am excited to dig in because I need a little bit of a forecast. I haven't really tapped into anyone's um, energy readings for the year. I don't want it to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Totally. So I'm excited to hear about the overall themes and and everything. So natalie-miles.com. I am Natalie Miles on Instagram and mm-hmm. she has a full deep dive energy forecast that's available on her site. Yes. Grab that one. And she also has her podcast, The Doorway and her book, You Are Intuitive. Thank you all so much for listening, for supporting the show, for sharing this episode and any others with friends. I feel like that's just a great way to start conversations with people is to send an episode and and see how you all can connect um, on this particular topic. And if you're not already, subscribe to Almost 30. Make sure you do that so that every single show is ready for you in your inbox. And we appreciate you. Learn more about Almost 30 on almost30.com. Calm and please follow us on Instagram, Almost 30 Podcast. We love you. We'll see you at the circle on the 13th of February and enjoy this episode. Love you. We'll be back in just a moment. But first, we want to share a little bit about the sponsors who support this episode. Nothing better than decorating my home with quality furniture that I know I'll have for a really long time that I've customized myself. Enter Joybird. Okay, so if you are totally into creating a space that is relaxing, beautiful, welcoming, please go to Joybird. Their selection of customizable furniture and modern home decor lets you bring your unique style into your space. And I just love that they have a ton of vibrant, durable fabric options. So truly, I feel like I am getting a custom piece. Okay. I have a bunch of Joybird both here in New York and in our LA studio. I am obsessed with the Jolie swivel chair. Uh, They are a crowd favorite. All of our guests love to swivel in it and just sink into it. It's so comfortable, well made, and it's just beautiful. 
truly. I also have the Braxton sleeper sofa, which is a beautiful sofa, super durable, and it turns into a lovely sleeper. So this studio turns into a second bedroom super easily. So I'm really excited for you all because you are going to upgrade your space in no time. And it's a really fun, fun process. Each piece is made with incredible care using responsibly sourced materials free of harmful chemicals, important to us. And through partnerships with groups like One Tree Planted, Joybird is helping conserve and restore Earth's most precious natural resources. Amazing. So go to joybird.com slash almost 30. Get ready because they have a sale, a major sale, President's Day sale, 35% off your purchase. I've never seen a discount that high. Without, like go now. <laughs> this will not last long. This is their President's Day sale, joybird.com slash almost 30. For our listeners, you'll get 35% off. That's joybird.com slash almost 30. Get 35% off your purchase for President's Day. I've been thinking about this for for a while now, now, ever since we asked you to come on. It was the end of the year and I was just feeling, and Krista was feeling too, just kind of this, okay, how can we really ground ourselves at the top of 2022? Mm. Who can we invite onto the podcast to just share what is coming through? And you immediately came to our hearts and minds. And um, yeah, I'm so excited to talk to you. We, <laughs> For those of you that don't know, we're, we're dear friends with Nat and she and I voice note back and forth all the time, just checking <laughs> in. And um, she is up in Canada. Um, but I feel like you're, you're next door sometimes, although the fact that I can't hug you is I know. painful. So painful. painful. More than painful. <sighs> but I wanted to check in with you first because... You know, I know that you have been, and you can share exactly or not exactly, but in what region you are and kind of the most recent movings about that you've experienced and kind of have intuitively followed and just how you've been doing. Um, Because I know it's been incredibly isolating at times as so many people listening to this have experienced as well. Yeah. um, It's been a real interesting journey over the last year well since 2020 hey we've on so many different levels and I think um it's brought us deeper to who we are and what we're about but for me personally I you know I was like I gotta get out of the city I gotta get out of Vancouver I can't I can't do this anymore so I left the city and kind of went into more rural living which has been amazing but also really isolating for me it was like I knew that I needed to get out of the city. It wasn't the lifestyle. Just, and honestly, being super sensitive energetically, I was like, I can't be around all this energy, all the people and all the energy with all the fear that is around in big cities. I was like, okay, it's time to leave. But it was something that I knew that I needed to do for me personally as well. Like I needed a shift. You know, when I moved to Canada, it was because I wanted to live a different lifestyle than living in London, where I lived in London for 10 years. And I was in Vancouver and I was like, I haven't created anything different here. I've just, Mm. it's just the same. So yeah, I've moved. I'm loving it. It's really beautiful. I'm loving being in nature. I think for me, it's been such a, 
a real coming home to myself and parts of me that I didn't realize that I am such a nature being. Like I am really connected to nature and the trees and, and the animals. Like it's been wild. The animal experiences that I've had here that I wouldn't have had in living in Vancouver where animals are showing up to communicate. Like I'm really noticing more signs and messages and guidance through animals. Really cool. But it's been a really, you know, I'm I'm not with anyone right now either. So it has been, you know, living living rurally alone. I've been a bit of a witch in the woods. That's my girl. <laughs> but uh, I'm kind of done with the witch in the woods um, yeah. a little bit because it has been, with everything happening in the world, you can get a bit serious. You can sure. get a bit too in it, especially when you're receiving that collective information, you're receiving, you know, signs and pings about, the, you know, the what's happening on the planet. It can feel, you know, very isolating, very heart isolating. So for me, over the last little while, it's been about, okay, well, how can I shift that? Because this is, again, it's like, okay, I can receive this information. I can see and feel what's happening in the collective. But how do I navigate that as a human as Nat, like doing things. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, this is, I I can relate deeply. It's, it's funny. Like I really enjoy alone time. Um, and then catch me in it for a little bit longer than I should be. And I'm like a mad woman because I think there is a tipping point in that period where you are spending time with yourself and kind of cultivating that self intimacy where it's, it gets it gets a little uncomfortable and a little crazy making because perhaps you're looking at things differently or seeing parts of yourself that you haven't seen before. So can you just, can you talk a little bit more about specifically the alone time and, and as you're kind of, I know it's, you're, you're still in it technically, but it's like now you have a, you're able to see friends and things like that. But when it was really isolating, what, were you able to just take away from that experience and realize is important about alone time? Yeah, the alone time. Well, for me, the alone time, the start of 2020 also came up off the back of a relationship breakup. So I'd, you know, March 2020 hit and I was in a a break. I'd just broken up like two months before or yeah, technically they moved out a month before lockdown. So it was all such a big shift in that space. And I ended up um, writing a book as well in that alone time. So for me, the alone time allowed me to be really creative. Mm. And I think that for me has been, you know, even through 2021 has also been this real understanding of what a creative being I am, that it was something that had been turned off or it was something that I used to do a lot when I was younger. It was a realization of, I used to write poetry. I I used to write plays. Mm. I used to sing. I used to act. I used to dance. There was this real sense of play and pleasure. And, and for me, the creativity has come through, which has been amazing. And and I and also a deeper connection to spirit, universe, God, whatever word that you like to use as the human label, having that deeper connection. So it's been this kind of journey of 
connecting to spirit in a different way and the connection to my creativity and also to see that I'm supposed to be in partnership. I'm supposed Mm -hmm. to be in communion with other people and to be with my divine life partner when they when our paths cross which I know is coming really soon and so there is this understanding of like yeah I love alone time but I'm a person I'm someone that needs people like I need we yeah I need it so if for me there has been this deep discovery of like well what does that look like which people do I really want in my life Mm. like who do I really really want to be around like if I'm not going to be alone then who's really important like who do I want to engage with who do I want to share Mm. my inner deepest feelings with because it's become really clear like having that alone time that when I do then want to be with people I want to I want to share all parts of me. I don't want to just share like, you know, the, the superficial stuff, if that yeah. makes sense. Oh, it makes complete sense. <laughs> I feel like, and over the break though, technically I'm not alone because Sean is here, but I we were both sick over the break and just got a lot of just time to rest and just mm. be, which is not our typical cadence. And... I feel like we also both individually spent alone time within our space just because. And what interestingly came up was, among many things, was um, this this relationship piece you're speaking to, which is like more so friendship rather than romantic in my case, but like where I had a couple people bring up to me or me bring up to them, like, hey, the way in which this relationship is right now is actually not what I desire in a relationship. And for some, it was kind of the season has ended of Mm -hmm. that friendship. And for others, it was this recalibration of, huh, you know what? The way I've been showing up or the way you've been showing up, the way we really have been showing up to this is not how I want to experience this relationship, this life, just in general. And and it was kind of heartbreaking a little bit because it was real. It was like, oh, wow, to your point of superficiality, with some relationships, I was only going so deep. Mm. I was only sharing so much. And I think there are layers and reasons for that, whether it's like, do I feel safe to share? Yeah. Do did I just have, you know, do I have therapy every week and that feels really good to me, you know, or do I still need to process more internally before sharing with people? But then there were other situations where like, yeah, I was kind of holding back and I was more of the listener rather than having a real Mm. dialogue and deepening of a relationship. And I'm still kind of, you know, parsing through, okay, like how how do I want to show up? And also like, yeah, what relationships do I really want to take with me into 2022 and beyond? Um, and it's, it's hard. It's, it's really, it's not easy. Um, what specifically in relationship, whether it's romantic or friendship or familial, are you holding as desire, like your desire, how you want to experience it? Yeah, I think for me, it's like just heart transparency, just being that space where you can say like, I'm having a really shit day today and this is why. But also that feeling of, I think being 
again, it's as simple as just being seen and being heard, where it feels like there's that equal flow of energy between people. And of course, it's, you know, depending on friendships that, you know, when we go through different things in our life, that shifts and that changes. But it's about coming back to that balance. Like, how can you find the balance of, of holding space for each other in relationships? And I've been very guilty in the past of, of overgiving, of mm. oversharing, of overholding space. And it's been made for me 2020, 2021 and 2020 was very much a level of like, where am I overgiving? Where am I oversharing? What am I doing? And it's fascinating because this is part of the energy of 2022 and this this notion of supply chain because we're we're experiencing a real struggle of global supply chain on the macro like we're really seeing like the you know the goods and services and we can just see that right now that it's not necessarily there the way it used to be but what's happening that on the micro level is is that the supply chain personally is shifting like we're seeing like really truly this year, like where do I want to give? Where do I want to share? Am I overgiving? Is the supply chain, you know, too big? Or are you in like scarcity mindset of that, you know, there's not enough of you to go around so you overgive? And I think this year is such a deep healing on that like personal supply chain. And even like, again, that relationship piece that you were talking about on what do we expect from others? Because I think we can really act out sometimes where we expect someone is always going to show up and give in that way, you know, give in that yes. energy. And so what happens when it turns off? Like what happens when they say no and when it when it's not there anymore? And you can see that from when we turn up into a supermarket and the thing that we expect isn't there and how we act out and how mm. we we get, you know, it can bring up a lot of emotions when the things that make us feel comfortable in our lives aren't there. And so it's happening on this bigger scale and then also in this more intimate way in our own personal lives too. So I really feel that, yeah, it's, it's, there's going to be more of that this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is a breaking down and or shaking up of like the autopilot that a lot of us fall into, whether it's in relationship, in the day-to-day, in mm-hmm. the, you know, planning for the year. Like there's really, there's really been such a deep, deep earthquake of all of those things. And it's forced us to obviously stop and pause and just kind of reevaluate. And for me, it's been so much about tending to my nervous system Mm. lately, I didn't realize how, I didn't realize how often and also how quickly um, I would be dysregulated in a moment. And I wouldn't know what it was, Mm. right? I couldn't really put my finger on why I was feeling anxious or ungrounded or just like super, like almost like a like my head was filled with air in a way. like, <laughs> And I, I didn't know why. And so I've been doing a lot of nervous system work to just kind of tend to it. And, you know, I think this time has really allowed us the space to finally feel what's actually coming up rather than just numbing, medicating, or, 
you know, rushing through it and acting as though this is just normal. Has there been anything specifically like physically mm-hmm. that has come up for you during this time that has pointed to something a little bit deeper? Oh gosh, yeah. It's amazing how the body communicates and how the intuitive body communicates with us during this time where we actually give ourselves permission to listen to it, to actually slow down to notice it. So for me, again, having that extended periods of alone time to then being around people, it's like, again, noticing how the energy affects the body of what I call energetic self-sovereignty and really practicing that energetic self-sovereignty in in the body. But for me, it's been noticing how it impacts my digestion, um, the energy, if I'm feeling in a certain way, how my digestion can be really, really affected by that. For me, it's also been just really interesting and getting really clear when I feel like I'm very aware now when people are plugging into my energy field Mm. and I can feel it in different parts of my body. And I can now also distinguish between the energy of different people. So if there are different family members or friends that I can feel that they're trying to get my attention or certain people that are plugging in, I'm like, oh, okay, I can feel it in a certain area of my body, whether it sometimes can be in my head, in my crown, or it can be in my solar plexus or even in my womb space. Like I can sometimes feel when I feel that energy connects. And so for me, it's been a real time of, knowing and realizing I am really sensitive, but also making sure that I have the time and space to, you know, do the clearings. And, you know, and I know that's a privilege to be able to be able to have the time to be able to do that. But for me, it's been a game changer of like, no, I have to go for a walk. I've got to get into nature, you know, having a healing support team around me to be able to support me and helping me move energy through my body that I can't do myself. Being such a game changer, like it's just a real wake up call. We hope you're enjoying this conversation. We're going to take a few moments to share brands with you that we love and who support this show. The other day I pulled one of these out of my pocket and I was with a friend and she's like, what is that? And I was like, oh, this is chocolate. <laughs> she's like, okay, like you just have chocolate in your pocket? And I was like, yes. Then I went into my diatribe about FX chocolate and how much I love it and how I bring it with me everywhere so I can have a little treat after every meal and how it is functional, delicious, and like zero sugar. Um, So if you haven't tried FX chocolate, know that Krista and I are absolutely obsessed and we are on the streets just proclaiming our love for it. You're getting a functional dose of high quality supplements in handcrafted chocolate. So they've got this down to a science. It is vegan, zero sugar, keto-friendly and gluten-free. It is super tasty, 60% cacao. Uh, It really tastes closer to 70%, super pure. So the highest quality functional ingredients, double potency tested for purity. And the chocolate is made from conscientiously traded biodynamic cacao. Um, Let me tell you about some of my favorite, favorite formulas from FX Chocolate. Get this. Okay, I take the dream right before bed. It has melatonin and 5-HTP. And y'all, I am dreaming like I've never dreamed before. Okay, I am just like out like a light. 
comfortable. I get a deep sleep and I really, I get into that REM, get into that REM. I am rested in the morning. I love it. I also really love the sunshine formula. So this has a dose of vitamin D and K. Vitamin D has been clinically shown to improve moods, bone health, and support a healthy immune system. Add vitamin K and you have a dream team of wellness support. So check out all of their formulas. They're amazing. Go to fxchocolate.com. You're going to get 20% off with code ALMOST30. I'm pumped for you. Put them in your pocket. fxchocolate.com. Use the code ALMOST30. You'll get 20% off. I have a protein bar with a purpose for you. I am proud to introduce you to BTR Nation. The BTR Nation bar is so delicious. They have three different types of bars, the Energy, Recharge, and Bliss. I can have them throughout the day according to my needs. They are so yummy and they have 90% less sugar than the average protein bar. Check out your average protein bar, would ya? Okay, too much sugar, lots of crap in it. This bar is super, super clean. If you're keto or paleo, definitely it could be on your list. It only has two to three total grams of sugar and zero added sugar and 100% plant powered. Okay. So this is clean. Your energy is going to be amazing. You're going to feel awesome. Honestly, this does well with my digestion. And I've recommended this to so many friends and they're like, wow, this is the first bar that doesn't give me bloating or make me feel like crap. Clean, clean, clean. I'm so excited for you to try is the energy. It's cinnamon cookie dough. Whoa, y'all. It has cashew butter, protein, blend of pea protein, organic raw hemp protein, sugary root fiber, almond butter, MCT oil, almond flour, maca powder, cinnamon, vanilla extract, sea salt, organic cordyceps, and monk fruit extracts. Those are the ingredients. All of them so clean. I pronounce them all and I know what they are and it feels so good for my body. So if you're looking for a protein bar, highly recommend BTR Nation. You can go to btrnation.com. Use the code ALMOST30 for 20% off plus free shipping site-wide. Stock up btrnation.com. And what's really, really awesome is that this company was truly born out of a purpose. Uh, the founder. And if you listen to her episode, Ashley Nicholson, she started this brand after losing her parents to cancer. And when she was in the hospital with them during their treatment, she realized that, wow, the hospitals and places that we are going to for snacks and food are sugar laden and just not really good for our energy levels, our brain health, brain function, digestion. So this is where they were born. Born with a purpose, baby. Again, btrnation.com. Use the code ALMOST30 for 20% off, plus free shipping. So when you say when people are plugging into your energy, can you yeah. <laughs> can you extrapolate on that? Because I, I, I have a feeling it's happening more than I know. Yeah. And, and just how you've been able to clear, you said, a walk in nature, yeah. but just how we can do that. So sometimes when, when other people are feeling not in their own power or they're not feeling, mm. if they're feeling fearful or they're feeling worried or they're feeling, whether it's something that's happening in their own personal lives or something that's happening in the collective that's really triggering them, which is bringing up a lot for them, sometimes people don't realize and they do it subconsciously. And again, on the flip side, some people do do it consciously. But for a lot of the time, it is a, sub- a subconscious thing where you you tune into the energy of a person that 
that you see that has strength or that you see that could support you in some way or that you want to connect with them in some way energetically to give them that extra power that they don't realize that they already have already inside of themselves, but they think that they need to go and look for it elsewhere energetically to mm. booster themselves up when they're feeling anxious, worried, uncertain, or even, you know, or even if your opinions are different from them, or it can be really fascinating how it can show up in that way. And and so this is why it's really important because sometimes you can be like, oh, I'm feeling really tired or why do I suddenly feel this in my body or why do I feel like I've got brain fog all of a sudden or why do I feel like I've got this like really tight pain in my chest or why do I feel anxious all all of a sudden like this anxiety, I don't, I don't have anxiety right now. Who does this belong to? So for me, when this comes into my body, I always ask like, okay, is this mine? Like I will do a body scan and I'll be like, okay, no, this isn't mine. Mm -hmm. And so then I will ask myself and I, for me, I ask like, well, who is it? And you don't have to ask who it is. You can just know that it's not yours and want to like move it through the body. And then what I then do is I will then either tap. I can sometimes tap it out the body. So if I have something stuck in my chest, I like to like tap the tap my heart space or I will just sit and ask the energy to leave or I'll go for a walk or I'll move my body I'll 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 do some exercise I'll sweat it out or I'll use essential oils like in in the end it's like personal preference but I think it's the element of you realizing that that pain or that sensation in your body isn't yours and asking it to leave. Like I also ask the energy to leave, especially if I know it's of a certain person, like I I ask it to leave. And then I love putting golden shields on my my friend right now. So yeah, I will shield myself. I will shield my home. Yeah, it went before I go to sleep because again, you can pick up on this stuff when you're sleeping. I always um, like golden shield my whole body and then the whole bed space and then the exterior house too, just to give all the give all the shielding. Um, hey, more the merrier. Because. <laughs> people are people are losing people are losing their shit right now people are losing their shit as we move through and again there's this this energy of oh well 2022 you know it's going to be another amazing year and everything's going to go back to inverted commas normal and and we you know there are some amazing things that are going to happen this year it's such a powerful important year of transformation but on the flip side you know there is going we're seeing a, the breakdown and the shift of so many systems and structures on our planet and that's going to make people freak out and so mm-hmm. it's important that you really look after your energy and that you notice and are aware of what's what's yours and what isn't yeah i appreciate you breaking that down because i feel like like you said, it can be crazy making this feeling. Yeah. And, you know, the the collective energy is so intense right now that, and I'm in New York, I'm in Brooklyn specifically, but right across the way is Manhattan. <laughs> and we're all kind of feeling it. And even the other day, I had this bout of anxiety that was so sudden and so strong. And I knew it wasn't mine, but then my logical mind 
stepped in and was like, mm. yeah, this is yours. This is, you know, it kind of tried to mm-hmm. convince me that it was mine. And then I started to kind of overthink like what it could be, what it could be. And I wasn't remaining in my body and asking my body. And it was crazy because I was I was making something for dinner and I was holding this measuring cup. It's made of glass. And a few weeks ago, the handle fell off. But I was like, I want to still keep this measuring cup. It like fell off and broke off, whatever. I was like, I'm going to still keep this. It's still usable. And I was feeling that anxiety. Um, and Sean had just gotten home and I was kind of like trying to, you know, regulate because he was, you know, he was trying to like support me. He's like, you know, what can I do? And I was just like, uh, and the edge of the measuring cup, the glass cup, cut my finger real bad. And I had to stop. It like almost like jogged me cool. out of this yeah. weird like psychosis of sorts where I was like, oh, this, it's me, it's me. And I went, I tended to it and took a shower and I just was like, okay, like I'm ready to release this. Like you can mm. leave now. You know, I... I understand this is not mine. And similarly to you, I was just, you know, trying to release and then protect myself. Um, but man, oh man, like if I didn't have the wherewithal to kind of pause and kind of come back to what I know, you know, I can see that spiraling into just a terrible week, a terrible month. You know, it's like this. So I'm I'm glad we're talking about this so that people know that they have the power within themselves to regulate their own energy, what they're letting in, how they're just briefly 101 for people that are just coming <laughs> to to almost 30 or into kind of this world of spirituality and multidimensionality. What is energy? Well, we are all energy. We're all made up of energy. We're all made up of this kind of source energy and I don't want to just say it's like light energy because I feel like it's we're we're part of all the lightness and all the shadows and everything that come together but this it's a it's a frequency we we are a frequency and so what happens is as we move through our day-to-day living as we move through our lives we are taking on the different frequencies of everything around us we're we're basically a receiving and giving machine of energetic energy and frequency and so when we resonate and vibrate at different energies that are in alignment to us, hey, it feels amazing. And when it isn't, that's when, you know, there's friction and things rub up against each other. But yeah, the energy body is just really, really powerful in that. And for me personally, I mean, I talk about the intuitive energy body a lot of of how as intuitive beings, we are connected to our energetic intuitive body without us realizing when we we are moving through, you know, the cities, our day-to-day living, the people we interact with, we are receiving intuitive information every single day, even if you don't realize it. And so why it's so powerful right now to really reconnect to your intuition, especially with everything happening in the world, is because you can then really begin to, you know, connect to this energy, connect to this frequency, um, and in turn, connect to your power so that we we can feel more, I don't want to use the word in control of what's happening in the collective, but it just makes us feel more anchored and grounded within ourselves and 
the collective around us and, you know, as we walk through the world around us. It's really, really powerful, especially, you know, at this time where we're going to be experiencing more. Yeah. And I think what happens or what I've observed is like when there is intense anxiety and fear in the air um, collectively that, and I feel like this is just, you know, nature where we look for the way to survive. We look for the answer that will tell us you're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And I, I understand that concept, but you know, I think what we're seeing now is just this mass outsourcing of our own power and our own knowing, really. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I, I pray that, you know, I pray that there is somewhat of a tipping point where, um, I don't want to say wake up because I feel like that might be overused, but and lost its like essence, yeah, it's, but, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there is just kind of this feeling of, wow. And I, yeah, I've just been kind of meditating and, and journaling about this. Like, I can't wait until we know just how powerful we are, Yeah, you know? And, and I, I'm telling this to myself too, cause I have my moments where I'm outsourcing my knowing and my power on the daily and I have to catch myself. But I think just collectively, you know, I'm just praying for for that, for us, because I do think that will manifest a world that we really want to live in. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. It's huge. It's massive. When we truly begin to realize the power that we have within us, and this is why this is all, you know, this is shifting and this is changing. It's interesting that you use the word essence just now because essence is really a really big theme for 2022 because, I mean, the overall energy forecast theme for the year ahead is polarity. So mm. we're going to be experiencing both sides of the coin. We're going to be experiencing the deep shadow, the, the suffering, Suffering, the, the things that might, you know, the wake up calls, the reveals, the shake up, the expect the unexpected kind of energy. But on the flip side, we're also going to be, there's going to be huge transformation, real big innovation. And part of that is this notion of really stepping into your essence this year. Identity is huge. Mm. There are going to be so many of us changing our identities and how we show up in the world and what that looks like. Because this year, we're really being asked to step into that essence so that we can truly step into our power, so that we can you know, then be part of the change that's happening in on the, on the planet right now. Because being you, being ourselves, being in our essence is just the biggest game changer because when there is a lot happening in the collective, you finding your play, your pleasure, your joy is like that's that's the mission this year. Like you being you on and and giving yourself permission to change and evolve mm. is what is going to help guide you through this year of polarity. And, mm. you know, for me personally, that's why I'm like, I just got a puppy. She's a I, dog mom. I'm a dog mom. <laughs> Who, and honestly, I'm learning so much about myself. No. Oh my God. Because 
I can get really serious. Like yeah. I can get really serious about oh, what's happening in the world. Like I can be like, okay, it's another day. Like here we are. And yes. I can go the other end of the polarity. I can go there. And for me, my biggest learning in all of this is, no, Nat, like this is about play and pleasure and joy. And again, that alone time is bringing me back into that space of, well, what does that look like for me? Like, mm -hmm. what does that look like? So I've just started singing lessons again. I used to sing as a kid. And so that's come back. I've got the part, like I'm horse riding. For me, there's this element of, for me to know to get through the year as Nat, like to get through, let's let's do this. I'm like, okay, this play and pleasure is like the number one thing that's gonna get me through it. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up. I feel like, I feel, I feel that call deeply and I'll give myself, you know, tastes of it. Um, but there is kind of this like resistance to yeah. really giving myself over to the play and the pleasure and the joy. I think partly because of how I was raised and I feel like we can all kind of relate to that in some way, but also because of what's happening currently, you know, in the state of the world where I'm like, am I allowed to do that? Yeah. And more and more, I've worked that muscle of like, no, I'm going to live my life. I'm going to actually do what brings me joy. And usually the thing stopping me is, well, what are people going to think? How mm. is that going to look? You know, so to your point of identity, when I think of identity, I think about how we relate to ourselves, but more so how people relate to us and how they yeah. see us. And as a generator, um, I'm curious if generators are similar, but with as an MG, like I, I like to be and do so many different things in the course of a day of a week, of a month, of a year, like, and the continuity is not there for anyone else but me. Like, I feel like there's <laughs> continuity, but no one else could track it. Um, but I think that's part of like my joy ride. I'm just like, this is what brings me joy. But I I do feel like, you know, in, in the year that we're in 2022, um, the digital age is just, it, it is a part of our daily life. It just is. Mm. And this feeling of eyes on us, whether mm -hmm. we have a platform, quote, quote, or not, I think we all have platforms in our own right. And it's an interesting thing when we, when we put that up against or have that parallel to our joy and like how we want to experience pleasure because we do feel like, well, what are people going to think? What are yeah. they going to say? How are they going to feel? Yeah. Um, have you been able to just kind of navigate that in a hmm. more graceful way? Because, you know, I'm still still in that process. Um, yeah. I think it's interesting. I think there's an element of, again, that connected to that supply chain energy where people expect mm. that that's how you're going to continue to show up in that way. And then when totally. you you want to change it, for example, I've been doing a, a monthly energy forecast for like five years. And at the end of last year, I was like, 
no, I'm not being called to channel these in the way anymore because I felt like words were getting lost because of everything in the collective. If you mention the word truth or you mention the word, you know, even power, it mm-hmm. kind of it kind of was washing over. So that creative being in me was like, no, I want to tell stories. I want to tell the energy forecast through stories and share stories. But what was really fascinating was I received numerous messages from people being like, what do you mean you're changing it? What do you, I, I, I prefer the old way. Like, why, why are you doing this? And, mm. and as someone who is a, a, a healing people pleaser, I was like, oh my God, like, oh, well, what am I, is this the right decision? What have I done again? And this energy of like, then me dropping into my own body and being like, no, like, this is where your power lies. Like, this is where your creativity, this is where your knowing is. You know this to be right. You know yeah. this to be true. And knowing that, you know, and also giving the people permission of being like, well, if it doesn't resonate for you anymore, awesome. Trust that. Trust that intuition that you're receiving in that and go and find something that you do resonate with. And I think it's about giving people permission to evolve and to change. Because if you're projecting that on others, what does that say about yourself? Mm -hmm. What does that say about you not giving yourself permission to be who you actually truly want to be in this world and show up in that way? Yeah. So much of it is projection. And um, I've I've tried to just garner more compassion for the projection that comes my way, mm-hmm. or even when like I'm projecting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> because, exactly. You know, I think about, I just think about like the little us that are mm. sometimes running the show, and you know whether it's um, feeling unseen or underexpressed or afraid or wanting more love and support or guidance and. Um, so often, yeah, the younger us is, is just acting out. And so I've just tried to think about that more Mm. (laughs) when I, when I receive a bit of judgment, um, it doesn't make it easier. I'm just able to integrate it. I think more gracefully in a way, but yeah, I, I, I just want to sit with the pleasure piece more because I just find that you returning to, singing, for example, is so interesting. And I would love for you to talk about just the the pull to do something that I would say like younger not, like just loved doing and how that (laughs) has just created a chain reaction. It's been a real deep healing journey for me personally. Um, I was sexually abused by a singing teacher when I was nine years old. And so for me, that really blocked my, my, my singing. It was, I didn't realize that I was holding on to it. Ironically, I did a big womb healing journey in 2020 and it came up within the womb healing journey that I hadn't expressed the feelings and emotions connected to the loss of voice. Like Mm -hmm. the, the impact of a child who is, you know, who singing was everything in that like deep expression journey to suddenly have that trauma associated with it. It was something that I hadn't realized I was really, truly holding on to. So for me personally right now as, you know, 39-year-old Nat to suddenly be like, oh no, 
this singing is important, like, and going back to her and seeing her aged eight, nine years old and seeing, just knowing the expansive energy that flows through the body and that connection, that deep soul connection to I, I have to myself when I sing means that it's just it's just opened something up in me in a whole, like in a really deep healing way of, of, of myself and my nine-year-old inner child that's like there. And it's also brought in this immense sense of pleasure and joy that I'd kind of kept in a box that I, you know, I wasn't, wasn't tapping into. And since singing, I've just noticed uh, just an, the frequency of connection to source through singing is just mm. incredible. Like I have noticed again, like this stepping away from this seriousness into this, like I feel so grounded and so anchored and so <laughs> just so connected when I'm, I've had yes. a lesson or I'm singing and it doesn't, I don't even need to be singing words or a song. It could just be like the most random sounds you'll ever, ever make and it's just like wow this feels incredible and it's opened up me getting my puppy it's opened up my heart in new ways it's just been in that like abundance frequency flow I think again you step into what lights you up where you find joy where you find pleasure and it does ripple out like it's huge We'll be back in just a moment. But first, we want to share a little bit about the sponsors who support this episode. Calling all creators. If you're creating anything digital on the internet, please, please stop what you're doing and listen up. I have a platform for you that will make creating and distributing beautiful digital content that much easier. And honestly, distributing on different platforms can be a serious problem when you don't know how to reformat. So Issue, I-S-S-U-U is the all-in-one platform to create and distribute that bomb content from marketing materials to magazines to flipbooks, brochures, and more. If you're attaching PDFs to emails, please know that this is outdated and Issue makes content better. Uh, They also work seamlessly with with the tools that you already use like Canva, Dropbox, and InDesign. Make it once and distribute it everywhere without reformatting. Your content, yay, yay, is already optimized for engagement and ready to share. So they're taking into account SEO so you don't have to. So this helps creators, marketers, designers, and anyone who wants to make content that really stands out. We have created lots of content on issue, uh, for example, for our program. So people will receive readers instead of just clunky PDFs. And it's just made the experience of taking in and learning that much more seamless and enjoyable. So you can start using Issue for free. They also offer premium features that give a more customized experience. That's my recommendation. You can get started with Issue today for free. uh, Or if you sign up with a premium account, you will get 50% off when you go to issue.com slash podcast and use the promo code almost 30. That's issuu.com slash podcast podcast and use the promo code almost30 at checkout for your free account or 50% off your premium account. One more time, that's issue.com/podcast with promo code almost30. 
If you are burned out from the holiday season and you are looking to start the new year focusing on yourself again, really indulging in your self-care practices, listen up. I have a brand for you that I always turn to when I'm like, you know what? I need to take care of myself today. Okay. Taking care of like my face, my body honestly puts me into a state of pure bliss. And I just feel so much more relaxed in my body and just feeling really good. And I trust Osea. So they make products that are clean, vegan, and safe for your skin and the planet. And they've been making them for over 25 years. They are OGs. Uh, so they are a pioneer truly when it comes to clean beauty. They have award-winning serums, moisturizers, and body treatments. I'm going to tell you about their body oil. And this has been a celebrity favorite for years uh, and is truly a favorite of mine. So the body oil is so luxurious, so rich. It's not greasy though. It's not going to stick to everything. It truly absorbs so beautifully into my skin and leaves my skin feeling hydrated and looking like just a glow stick. (laughs) Um, Not an actual glow stick, but it's glowing. And I just adore how well this product works and smells unbelievable. Makes me feel like I'm at the spa. Um, So... If you are looking to take care of yourself, especially your face and body, listen, our skin is our largest organ. Let's take care of it. Please, please turn to Osea. Again, they're clean, vegan, cruelty-free, climate neutral, and created with sustainably sourced seaweed and made in California. So really feel good about what you're putting on your skin. New year, new you. Let's do this. Get 10% off your entire first order with promo code ALMOST30 at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com. You will also get free samples with every order and orders over $50 get free shipping. So 10% off when you go to oseamalibu.com and use the code ALMOST30. Remember, you'll get those free samples with every order and orders over $50 get free shipping. O-S-E-A malibu.com code almost 30. Oh, I was thinking about your, your pure light as an eight or nine year old, you know, just truly living her most expressed essence. So I'm, I'm really, really sorry that happened. And, you know, for you to be where you are now and to, heal her in more ways than one and more dimensions than one is just so (laughs) beautiful and inspiring. And, and I know that that touched so many people, uh, for different reasons. So thank you for sharing that. And, um, yeah, what I really felt when you were speaking towards the end of that is like this balance between process being in your Mm -hmm. process and really like living living the joy for lack of a better term it's like we yeah. can be so bogged down in our process of healing <laughs> and digging and shadow work and all of it is so powerful we know this you know if you're listening to almost 30 and you have been or you listen to Natalie's podcast like you know it is very important right to to do that quote work and I think that sometimes as human beings, especially as human beings on this planet, we get so wrapped up in the process and so identified with the process that we become kind of averse to stepping out of it and being like, 
okay, you're doing a great job. Let's experience some joy. Let's just like, let's release a little bit. Um, Can you speak to that? Like, have you kind of found that balance? Yeah, I think it's that element where there is so much, there's just this pressure to be healing all the time. There's this pressure, especially if you identify as a spiritual being or you're listening to podcasts or you're, you know, or you're doing the inverted commas, doing the work on yourself, it can be overwhelming. I think, again, ironically, we see it as like we're helping ourselves, but actually are we hindering ourselves? Mm -hmm. Like are we actually, again, still plugged into what society (laughs) expects of us and wants of us versus it being like, do you know what? Uh, This is who I am today and this is great and I'm perfect and I'm I'm all the things exactly how I'm supposed to be. And the element for me when I'm really in it and I feel like, oh, I'm not at this point or I should be here, I should have this in my life or I should be doing this, I always bring it back to the energy of like, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And then giving myself permission for the play and the joy and the pleasure that's connected to that. Because I think we can just put too much pressure on ourselves, especially with everything happening on the planet. I think it just Mm. adds that extra level, that extra dynamic. And for me, I honor the process. I can see the process, but it's it's an element of hey, we're all work in progress. Like, mm-hmm. that's the whole point that we're on this planet. We're here to experience this human existence. So let's, and my my guides always bring this up in group sessions. They always remind me, they're like, uh, hello, Nat, this is supposed to be fun. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? They're like, you, you're so lucky. You're on earth right now. Yeah. Come on. They're you like, have a purpose. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, let's do this. This is supposed to be fun. So if you're someone also that's like, I want to connect with my intuition more or all that I'm finding this is, this is too heavy. This is too difficult. Like, and putting too much pressure on it. We can put so much pressure on like seeing the signs or did I get that sign right? Or did I get that message, the meaning of that message right? And then overanalyzing it in all the ways, instead of just being like, you know what? I might have got some of it. I might not have. And do you know what? That's all. That's okay. Because I think we can, we can, you know, run our lives by the intuitive messages and the guidance that we're getting. And sometimes read too deep into it. And our guys are like, <laughs> God, huh? Like, seriously? <laughs> Dude, I love my guides. My, I, two of my guides are male energies and they're very they're like sweet grandpa energies. Um, one is more stoic than the other, but there is like this, that sometimes I feel like they just look at each other like, and they just look <laughs> at me and they just smile. And they're like, okay, if you want to open like, think right okay. now, go ahead. She, she, might, she might get this today. She might get this next week. She might get this this year. Do you know what? She might never get this. And hey, that's She'll what we can do. Again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I want to find even more balance. I feel like I've done a, this, this holiday season has forced me to slow down in a way I wasn't expecting and really helped me to let go of the need to be in my process and do this and do that. Yeah. And I, I just saw, I just saw parts of myself. I had been kind of, um, I don't know, like over-processing. I saw, I saw them for what they were and it was, it was yeah. more beautiful than, 
than I expected. I do want to talk about the energy for this upcoming year. Um, you have available now on your website, the 2022 full energy forecast. Yeah. So I want to direct people there first and foremost, because I know that um, the full channeling is available and so powerful. Um, where can people find that first? Yeah, it's on my website. Um, you can access it there at natalie-miles.com. Um, there's also a link on my Instagram. Great. Oh, yeah, I am Natalie Miles. Yeah, it's a really big year and it's a 90-minute energy forecast for the year. Like we go deep into global events, key months of the year is how I'm seeing it and I'm receiving it. Um, yeah, it goes into so much detail this year. And it also comes with a, a booklet of, you know, reflective questions. So there are so many different sub-themes within this larger theme of polarity. And so I go into all of the, yeah, all of the sub-themes and, and give you these reflective questions to be like, okay, well, how does this relate for me? How does this relate for me in my life? Yeah, because it's a really big Big, big, big year, big creative year as well for people. And um, I'm excited. Like, I know when people have said, oh, polarity, oh, great, well done, Nat. Like, oh, thanks for thanks for bringing more, you know, heaviness. <laughs> I'm like, and I, I'm like, no, I'm really excited about this year. Like, it feels so expansive. There's going to be a lot of change and innovation and across the planet and in our own personal lives. So it's really important that, again, we don't get bogged into, you know, too much of the, you know, seeing the heavy stuff, not bypassing it, but also again, yeah, play, pleasure, joy, and what that, what that is. But I love channeling th them through. I've been integrating this energy forecast probably for the last two months because it was so deep and rich mm. in the information that wanted to come through normally they're only about half an hour long and so my guides are like nope we're going in we're going in deep you better sit down go slow uh, <laughs> integrate <laughs> I know you mentioned some high level themes of polarity there was mention of supply chain um is there one other high level theme that we can just be aware of um there's going to be a lot of power play right now between globally between China and the US and the rest of the world. It's been coming through really strong for me. I had a dream back in 2020 where they kept showing me China and I moved on to a different dream and my guides basically brought me back to the same image and were like, this is important. Please look at it. And I was like, okay. They actually showed me like a geographical map. It just feels like the tensions between China, the US and the rest of um, the world is really growing, especially with the Winter Olympics happening in China and in the connection of Taiwan and what that looks like as well. Like, it's really, really big. It just feels like a lot of global seeing the power dynamics being pulled in lots of different levels connected to China and the US and the rest of the world just feels very big. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> But as you're saying that, I feel this, this, um, sounds cheesy, but I do feel this inner peace mm -hmm. of where so much of what we're seeing and hearing and feeling and being blasted with, yeah. if we're watching the news, but is a part of such a bigger, 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 bigger divine plan. Yeah. One that, and so I just, I kind of rest 
more easily in that, you know, where I hear, I hear what you just said and I'm like, oh, oh, but then if I really drop in, my higher self is like, all is yeah. well. Like this is a part of the plan. It's, we're experiencing a global crumbling of our systems and structures over the next five to six years. This is all part of that. This is all part of, you know, as we said earlier about coming into power, into our own true inner power of everything. And that, well, whilst we step into our inner power, it means that the larger power systems of our planet, also the redistribution of power needs to happen on those levels too. And for that to happen means that there are going to be some big things that flow along the way. But hey, it's it's an it's a really special time to be on this planet. I know it might not seem like it as there's a lot mo- of moving parts, but it is this big, um, it's big energy. And hey, the US has got its Pluto return February as well. And this is all connected to that energy. US is the global superpower. And it's going to bring up that question this year of, well, where does the US sit in the power dynamics globally and internally as well? And, you know, and within its own country too, what do the power dynamics look like within the US? So yeah, it's, it's going to be really really fascinating to see how it all unfolds um, over the year. Yeah, the midterms seem really big this year because they're during eclipse season. Oh my God. It made me think about just last little pin on identity with Mm -hmm. the US where, you know, we present as powerful. We present as... um, The American dream. Having our (laughs) shit together, right? And... We do to a certain mm-hmm. extent if we're if we're doing a global comparison, I suppose. And there's so much behind the curtain that mm. must, must improve and become more aligned if we are going to um, sustain this, mm, I don't want to say power, but it's like admiration for yeah. and just like integrity as, mm. as a country, I think is... is what feels like the right word. It's like an integrity. It's a great word. right now it feels like it's not. And I think all we can do, all we can do sustainably is really be aware of our own integrity and decisions and actions. And um, I think that's where it starts, you know? Yes, essence. Essence. Again, that's why being in your own identity and being your own essence is is the change. Like yeah. that's that is what it is all about. Because the world this year is going to be having an identity crisis. Like as we go through our own inner personal shifts in what an identity crisis looks like for us as individuals, you know, each and every country of what it represents is also going to be having its own identity crisis this year, which is going to be, you know, fascinating to witness as, as you say, is, is how do we, how do each country be in integrity with the people that live there and how it shows up on the global stage too? Mm. Ooh, Natty, this was incredible. Okay. A few things I want to plug because they are part of my support system on the regular. Um, So first, the energy forecast for 2022, 90 minutes on your website, natalie-miles.com. Nat's podcast is also incredible. The Doorway. I love your pod, Nat. It's the best. (laughs) It's like, it's one of my pods on rotation during my long walk. So I I just really appreciate you doing that. Um, And the book, the book, You Are Intuitive. 
how has the response been? Because the book has been out for a little bit now. Yeah. Intuitive, trust your truth, take back your power. I feel like it is more timely than ever. Yeah. And, What's and been now the vibe? It's so fascinating because, you know, the themes that came through for me in 2019 about the book, it was so loud to then write the book in 2020 and have all the themes that I was writing about, you know, being mirrored back to suddenly it now it being like, oh, this is why this book is needs to be read at this time. Because it is, it's basically, it's about how you can connect to your intuition and why you for living on this planet and what that means as, as a real reconnection to your own inner power source um, to help navigate what we ex- we're experiencing on the planet right now. So yeah, it's, it was such a joy to re- to write. I loved I loved the process and hasn't put me off book writing. I'm about to start writing a new book. So yeah, it's exciting. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I I love being in just the orbit of people like you who are so intuitively led in their creativity and just do. And Aww. I'm I'm committing to taking more of that like action rather than thinking about taking it this year. <laughs> so thank you for for uh, modeling that. But I love you so much. Um, One last time, where can people find you on social media? Instagram, I am Natalie Miles. Website, natalie-miles.com are the best places to find me. And I'm also on Substack. So I also... Yeah, started a Substack. I'm loving it as a platform of just sharing thought pieces and words. And yeah, you can find that on on my Instagram too. Um, But yeah, loving the Substack vibes as well. Exciting. Okay. Love you all so, so much. Appreciate you being here and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Thank you so much, Natalie. You can learn more about Natalie's offerings at natalie-miles.com. You can get the full 90-minute energy forecast for 2022 on her website and listen to her podcast, The Doorway, and her book is You Are Intuitive. And our sponsors for this episode, we thank you so much. As always, we feel like we are master vetters when it comes to brands. We're sharing brands with you that we love and use ourselves. Today's episode is brought to you by FX Chocolate, BTR Nation, Issue, Osea, and Joybird. You can find all discount information in our show notes as well as on almost30.com slash partners. If you want to listen to Natalie on our show, you can search Natalie Miles Almost 30 and she's been on the podcast before. Our members had access to her through a workshop that we did that was super powerful. So all of our members get that in the portal, which is very exciting. And we will see you on our next episode. Thank you so much for being part of our community and our lives. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.